0: fine neither of us know what's happening okay (laughs) hi lily hello annie Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rites of Passage with me, Annie Rooks. And today, our episode is about toxic friendships. Uh, we talk a lot about red flags and relationships and dating, but not nearly enough in friendships. So today, we have my friend Lily joining us.
1: Lily, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi. So I'm Lily. I met Annie overseas over in Spain. And yeah, we're just going to talk about toxic friendships today.
0: Yes, ma'am. Okay, perfect. Um, literally, the, the second portion was how we met, but I did oh, not prep you Okay, that, So that's fair bad. enough. Um, you can go a bit <laughs> more yeah, detail about it. We were it. abroad. We were in Barcelona, and we're going to do an episode at some point um, with all of our friends that we meet in Barcelona if we can get our acts together. Um, so stay tuned for that. Yeah. Basically, today we're talking about red, yellow, orange flags, whatever you want to call it. Um, in friendships so okay not to be too personal but have you had I feel like everyone's had bad friendships have you had a bad friendship that is close to your heart in some way
1: yes definitely I think it was one I didn't even realize it was that bad until after I like I it took me a few years even after outside of the friendship to realize that it was not that great of a friendship no. to begin with that's that's really sad. Was
0: this in, like, high school or...
1: Yeah, it was one from, like, elementary... Not elementary, but from, like, middle school to high school. And then, like, we just drifted apart mid-high school. And then, like, looking back on the friendship, I was like, wow, she really took advantage of me. So.
0: Okay, so I feel like elementary friends, like, friends from your childhood, tend to... Not all of them, but can be very problematic. Because a lot of times that's just, like the only people we know so we assume that they're good for us and then we mature we grow up
1: and all of a sudden we're like wow you were kind of mean yeah I definitely get that I think it's just because kids we don't know the right and wrongs of friendships like we don't really know what is wrong in a friendship like somebody taking advantage of you because we don't know that it's bad until you learn Mm. those life lessons and you learn what's right and wrong further on and then you look back and you're like wow that was not okay for them to do to me, but it's one of those where it just When did you realised that you
0: like were like, Oh, this isn't a good friend?
1: Um, I think it was just I think it was like my senior year of high school because I was kinda looking back on the friendship being like, Wow, we haven't talked in forever. And then it was one of those where I just kind of realized because I always kind of looked back fondly on like on her and so I was like, oh, you know, like sometimes friends just drift apart, except then I started to think about it, and it would be, like, everything and she had a habit of always using me for money because she did know that like, I came from a bit more money than her. And so she just would always use my money. Like she would seemingly forget her wallet every single time. And then oh, God. it'd be one of those where I would offer to pay. And then I wasn't. No, that then. it was still like an early high school, middle school. So like, I didn't really. Yeah you didn't really know like or else i'd be like oh it's fine it's just one coffee like just you know you cover next well time. that's the the other thing
0: yeah exactly Is like oh you cover whatever but like it's always going to be like a little bit uneven i have a friend whose roommates um she venmo requests them and they simply just don't fulfill the venmo okay
1: request. i'm so it's not even like <laughs> no like what sorry to cut you off um i venmo requested my sister for a th- $50. This is a direct call out for my sister, Sophie. Please pay me the $350 you owe me because I booked our hotel rooms. That's a lot of money. it's a lot of money. And she has not paid me back. What was that for our hotels for Barcelona and Milan for spring break. Oh, oh my god, right, because you're going, you're going back for your yeah. spring break. Um. Anyways, this is a direct call out. Ah, Sophie, if you listen to this, lovely. please pay me. Sophie, I swear to god, get you it get me my money. <laughs>
0: um Okay, so uh, would you consider not paying you back or being like I forgot my wallet? Would you? Where would we rate that from, like
1: red to orange to yellow? It's clearly not a green flag, but on I spectrum. would say it's kind of like if it's just once, it's fine. But the like my old friend had a repetitive habit of constantly doing it to me, so I would put it as a you know dark orange flag because it was definitely I really one was- that like i just should have seen but i was just blinded i was just like oh no it's fine like you know that happens Mm. except then it was that and then she also just had a habit of canceling plans on me while i would be over driving to her house and she would cancel like while i'm on my way and she'd be like oh never mind can't do it anymore and i'm like girl i'm literally like two streets down from you what I am in your driveway. Yeah, also, because I didn't have her (laughs) license, so I drove her everywhere. She would dead ass text me to pick her up and drop her off from work. And I would do it, because I was just naive. (laughs) You can't see me right now, but, like, my jaw dropped. I... Oh, my God.
0: That is horrible. Also, I think it's it's not just about the money in that case. Like, that feels manipulative in many ways. Mm -hmm. Like, it's... It leads to other kinds of manipulations, like, with work and stuff. It's not just, like... Oh, like, she doesn't have a lot of money. Because that's different.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was just one of those where she just abused my kindness. And I just let it happen. Like, oh, but, like, we're friends. And I don't know. I That's just one yeah. of those, like, where it, I was just naive. And I didn't really know it was bad until I looked back on it. And I was like, whoa, that definitely should not have happened. Yeah, no, I,
0: that's yeah. so fair. I... Luckily, I've not been in that situation. I mean, I've been on other situations, <laughs> but um, that's shitty, man. um, well, okay, well, I wrote down a few things of like things I consider <laughs> red flags as well as like I looked up like logically okay. what generally people think are red flags in friends and what makes a toxic friend, and one of them is um is like. Expecting unreasonable things from you, like asking unreasonable favors. And typically, they're not going to be reciprocated. And like asking someone to drive you to work is a yeah, lot. Yeah,
1: especially because it's just one of those where I just, you know, I just really wanted to hang out with her. And it was just one of those where she just definitely abused it because I was always like, oh, like, mm-hmm. oh, I really want to hang out with you. Like, are you free today? And she's like, um, oh, I'm-, I'm free to drive me to work. And so it would just be like a quick 30 minutes of me just driving her. Oh, geez.
0: Well, okay. Here's mm-hmm. another question for you. Do you consider when people don't reach out to you, do you consider that like not toxic? I would consider that like a yellow yeah. flag because I don't always want to be the one reaching out.
1: That sucks. That makes me No, feel I also get that. It was also a big thing as well where I would always feel like I was the one reaching out and she never would. I definitely mm-hmm. feel like that's kind of a red flag because I also get how some people are busy, but it's like if you don't really reach out to try and hang out with yeah, your friends. You. Yeah. And like you
0: make time for the people exactly. who you want to spend time with. You make time. At the end of the day. Yeah. I don't know. I've had that a lot recently, especially when I got back from being abroad. I felt like I had to reach out to everyone because like their mm-hmm. lives had resumed. And mine, I was like starting over and I kept having to reach out and I felt like everyone had an already established life that I now was like, hey, can you please add me back in?
1: And that sucked. I don't know if you had a I had a experience. slightly similar experience when I like came back to college. During the summer, it was fine because I always ever see my high school friends during summer. But I definitely do get that with college. It was kind of mm. one of those where I was trying to slowly slip back into friend groups quickly. Like, like the first week back, I pretty much had a coffee date every single day, just trying to meet up with friends, being like, hey, like, let's catch up. Please hang out with me again. I'm back. Literally. I'm back. I know. I'm, I'm fun. Remember? Wait, did
0: you? Okay, were these coffee dates um, with people that you knew or people that you were
1: like, oh, we have, like, I never really knew you um, but, There like, we were ones hang with out. people who I knew. One of them was somebody who I didn't really know well, but we hung out a few times. And honestly, I forgot to reach back out to her. So honestly, after this, I might <laughs> hit her up be like, hey, it's been like a semester want to talk like what's up That's so funny <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. sorry my bad um i okay i went
1: on a lot of new friend dates last semester and that was Honestly, terrifying new friends are hard because you got to try and feel out the vibe you got to see like what jokes land what their humors are it's definitely a lot harder to navigate really? it's so hard and also they're way scarier than like actual
0: first Honestly. dates in my personal opinion because Usually, you have to see that person again. Like usually, the person you're going out with co- to get coffee is like someone from work or from a class, or like someone in your friend group who you don't really know. And then, like, if you guys don't get along, like, you still yeah. have to see
1: them. Like, it's not like I you know, can just yeah. That's them. the worst part. It's just that it is definitely scary. Oh, speaking of friends, can we talk about like yeah. coworkers? Like making friends yeah. out of coworkers? Because <sighs> okay, this is this is like oh, this is hard. Because it's yeah. it's finicky. I was gonna say that's something I recently had to learn how to navigate with because I had my job over the summer, and it was one of those where I had to make friends. You can you share with the audience? <laughs> I work at what Great, Great Wolf Lodge? Lodge, and I work at Hell yeah, yes, you, do. Do you got like them Here. and I worked. Um, I was a guest services intern over the summer, but I pretty much just worked at the front desk the whole time. But is this actually this just, just a actually a bug, bug for, for Great, Great Wolf? Wolf. <laughs> um,
0: Great Wolf we'll watch sponsoring me. Yeah, let's, let's get Great Wolf we'll us.
1: Let's get some some headbands being made. Honestly, <laughs> oh my god, amazing. Um, yeah. Okay, so you you were yep, so somewhere. it was one of those just trying to make friends. Luckily, I made friends with a few of the other interns, but definitely like the first like few weeks, it was one of those trying to kind of navigate being like, are we friends? Are you just tolerating me? But the second I started getting the work gossip from some of them, yeah. I was like, all right. We, we made it. So that, listen, word gossip. Hits yes, so hard. Oh, what was? Because you see those people yes, exactly. every day, usually saying you yes. know everything. It's, it's like so I, fun. I just love playing the fool and hearing. Same. It's from like I don't care if I've already heard it. I want to hear it again from somebody else so I can see if there's any new details to yes. the story. Also, sometimes people mm-hmm. straight up lie. Honestly, <laughs> like I'm hearing something from somebody else, and I'm like, this like, is not what have happened. Really just- Literally, like, uh, it's so odd, and I, you don't know
0: who to believe usually because, like, you Honestly, just met it, these it's people. It's
1: tricky at the beginning, especially because it's also trying to navigate. Like, I thought one of my managers absolutely hated me. Like, I don't know why. I was just kind of confident that she did not like me, and so I was always very scared of her. But then one day she asked me, she's like, "You always look terrifying. Like, you always look like, so scared around me." I was like, Damn. Damn. And <laughs> Yeah, I was you're like, like yeah, absolutely correct. correct. <laughs> but oh yeah, so I, don't <laughs> I, know, just, I, just, like... I just had a weird vibe. I always felt bad. I always had to go to the back and ask her questions because I was still new and being trained. And I just felt bad. I felt like I was annoying her. Mm. But yeah. Oh apparently I was, not, was really great to hear from her. She's like you're not annoying me. Yeah. So honestly, those are words of validation I could yes use from any honestly manager. my managers at Great Wolf we'll Lodge love them. That's why I'm going back again. That's that's amazing. I'm yeah, so it's especially you because like they fight for me. Like if I have a guest being rude to me, they will like defend me to the manager like to the guest. They're like, no, yeah, she's right. Like we're not doing that for you. And also, one of my directors created a whole new position for me just to have me back again for the summer. So oh my god, that like was nice. I know oh my god that's amazing it made me feel special thank you so this is totally off topic from like what we're supposed to be talking about but it's my podcast so
0: we can do it can you talk about like the weirdest thing that has happened while you've been working there i I don't know if you have like an nda or something i I don't know or
1: if i do i don't ever recall signing one okay
0: Well, is there anything that's happened that, like, when a customer's been weird that they've had to go to bat for you that's like, Um, oh, oh yeah. So, over breaks
1: recently, it was really stressful just because we had a ton of like just high turnover rates, which means like we're pretty much flipping the whole hotel, which is like we have a ton of people coming in. So, like, we have 400 rooms, we're having 300 new room arrivals. So, it's like a lot of people coming in, and we're short staffed. And so I had to work the front desk, and it was a day where I would roll up at 3 o'clock, as usual. I work nights, and there was a line, the longest line I've ever seen in my entire life. It goes all the way down to the employee entrance, like all the way wrapped around the whole lobby, out and around. It was horrible. Oh, my God. And I had to just jump on, and so many people were so upset, especially because typically check-in time is around 4 o'clock for us. And these guests come on up to me and they've mm-hmm. been waiting in line for two hours. And I have to be the one to tell them that their room's not ready. Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, center. I was the first point of contact for them. So we,
0: I know. It's so, so I manager. had to be like,
1: um, I'm so sorry about this. But luckily, my director, my new director, Andrew, I'm going to call him up by your name. Fantastic man. He like would stand, he was working up at the front desk as well. So we love a manager who jumps on when needed. And he, yeah, like, if somebody starts to at me, because I was working right next to him, he would lean on over and he'd be like, no, we're just asking for you to be a little bit patient with us today. Like, please do not take it out on her. Like, she's not doing anything wrong. Weird. I know. Wait, yeah, I love that. was that, Andrew? Like, Can I speak to your manager? And he would lean on over and he'd be like, I am the manager. Like, unfortunately, this is just how it is today. Please just be patient. That's all we're asking from you. That's know, really nice. Shout out, Andrew absolute Isn't gem i also found out he's like he's moving right next door to me so that's kind of funny i know wait that's I know. I amazing saying, you're gonna, gonna be neighbors probably not but
0: wait i love that though didn't okay tell me if i'm wrong on this but didn't you have
1: like a dad <gasps> okay, hit on yes, you in front okay. of his family working at great wolf lodge pretty much all these families are on the brink of a divorce that's just how it is so sure i You know, there's so many. Like, we've had to break up fights. We've had to send people to jail before. When I was working over break, we had to call the cops and they had to escort (laughs) the person off the property. Like, genuinely, be handcuffed and taken away because he refused to leave. And we're like, "Sir, you gotta leave." Like, you, yeah. We're like, "You gotta go. go. go." You're (laughs) not welcomed here anymore." And okay, but yeah. So back to the dad hitting on me. He was like, he comes on up and he's like, "Oh, like, can you send this up to my room?" And I was like, "Yeah, like, no problem, man." Easy. And he's like, can and he was like, Can you bring it up to my room? And I was like, um, no. And he's like, Well, I want you to bring it up. Like, can you come up to my room? Can can you like bring it up to my room and come in? And I was like, no. I was like, sir, no. Sir. And he was just kept harassing me about me just being like, Well, what do I have to do to get you up to my room? And I was like, Nothing. I'm not going up. this was when he was alone, but But, like, his family was was at the hotel. hotel. I also had a different time when um, some man was standing right next to his teenage daughter. Me and him are kind of arguing back and forth. So I was like, you know what? Let me go to the back and go quickly confirm something with my manager. I turn around and I hear him say, that's a good girl. And I was like, oh, (gasps) okay. I know. I was like, no. I turn around and my daughter looks appalled. She's like, oh, she looks like she wants to die. I would want to die if I was her oh that poor girl to have have to have him as her like, father that sucks just looks horrible but i was like <laughs> i just turned around and i was like you know what oh, whatever and i go to the back and i tell my manager and she's like do you need me to go in out there and fight him and i was like no but that was really gross and i honestly i didn't do anything at first because i thought i was just oh, yeah. i thought i was just here wrong and afterwards, I asked my co-worker who was standing next to me, I was like, did mm-hmm. you call me a big girl? And she's like, yeah, I don't know how you didn't deck him. And I was like, I, I just wasn't sure. <laughs> and then some other time, I was putting this Honestly, wristband like, on this old man. Yeah. And I was trying to give him a heads up that my fingers were cold as ice. Because I did not want to send him into an early grave. I didn't want him to think that the grip of death had come for him. So... I was like, oh, like, fair warning, my hands are, like, really cold. And he just made weird sexual comments about it. And his whole family is standing right behind him. Like, we're talking grandkids, you know, kids. I was like, sir. No. Honestly.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Literally, fantastic question. A great wolf, everything. Those people are different breeds. And you still love They're horny. They're on the verge of a divorce. And it's just a terrible mess.
0: Why... Why do you want to... Okay, have you seen White Lotus?
1: Okay. Should the next season be at your brand. I'm not going to drop the actual thing in case if by some random reason one of my coworkers or bosses happens to hear. I highly doubt it, especially because they're going to know my voice and name. But in case if anyone's watching, I love Uh, working there. I think
0: we're we're probably but I do, I appreciate the oh, anonymity like that you're trying to.
1: But I'm, I'm like down trying a tiny bit. I'm like, oh, We're it's like, it. I'm like name dropping, like, but I'm but, like, but they don't but. really know the last name. So it's fine. I like, yes, <laughs> <please. I'm like, laughs> so can't like, it's find me. Um. Okay, this is, wow, we've
0: gotten yeah. so far. It's fine. Um. <laughs> you know how the first season of white lotus was about what was it It was like money and then the second one was about yes. sex like those were the main themes what would
1: there was a third season at great wolf launch what would the theme be for um that one? kind of going off of money i would say greed or exploitation is because those people mm. try and scam us for every Ooh. single dumb reason like every single reason under the sun whether it's from like it's too cold or like our pool closes at its regular hours i want money back and i'm like no. Like, people blame me. They roll up at 7pm. Our pool closes at 8pm. And they're like, well, what are you going to compensate <laughs> me? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, the <laughs> pool's closed. And I was like, okay, but you showed up. I was like, that wasn't on us. That kind of is like, yeah, my, you guy. my guy. I mean, <laughs> how is this on me? Okay, let's, oh, yep, let's okay, come back, yeah, to, back to, to friends.
0: friends. <laughs> Actually, I think this is a great example Honestly. of why we are such good friends. Because... I am a very, I don't i don't want to say tangential friend because that makes it sound like I'm like the friend is tangential. But I like, I am a person who mm-hmm. goes off on a lot of tangents. And if you are someone who has to be linear, then I feel like that's a really Honestly, I definitely get that. Close. Here's the thing. I think that you need to be able to talk about the same thing over and over with a friend. And this might sound so dumb, but hear me out because I think if you are not able to like, just go over something so many times until both of you know what each other is going to say. Oh, or I really totally need friends. That. Like, I want to talk. About- yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to talk about this one person I've been seeing, and I'm gonna keep reanalyzing the same text that you've seen ten times. But you're gonna see it again, and I want to. Hear oh, your I thoughts on yeah, it again. I
1: definitely get that. I do the same thing sometimes. Where me and my friends, we still talk about the same shit from high school that like happened freshman year, but we're just reanalyzing it. No, but like the especially because you've grown, a and good time. you can kind of see like, from a different perspective. Yes. Also, I think
0: a lot of times if you are not like, especially we were talking about like childhood friends. I think if you're not growing at the same pace as your childhood friends, that becomes really difficult too, because then sometimes like. A life event will occur that maybe makes you mature a lot faster, and and it hasn't for someone else who you've known your whole life, and so you're just kind of in two different places in your life, and that's hard. Yeah, to that, be on I the feel same like age. that's
1: definitely a reason why so many friends just kind of drift apart. Is that you just kind of realize you aren't on the same like mm-hmm. wavelength anymore, and that you're both just doing different things with your life, which is totally fine. You know, sometimes friends are only just meant to be there for a short period right. of your life and to help you grow. Well, that's something that I've been reckoning mm-hmm. with
0: like a lot recently. Is like the idea that just because a friend wasn't lifelong doesn't mean that they exactly. were a really good friend. And for me, that's something that's really hard mm-hmm. to swallow because I want everyone to be in my life forever. I
1: definitely get that.
0: But <laughs> but like we we have a group chat with some of our friends, right? And sometimes some of them don't Call respond. Them I. And I. <laughs> Lily always responds but sometimes I'm like okay like was that just a a short-term friendship because there's also like the where of it right like the because you're in proximity to one another like college or high school or study abroad a lot of times you just become friends because you're around each other Yeah, so I
1: much. definitely do get that like but some of them not gonna name names but yeah um, the best yeah. part is they're gonna listen to this maybe yeah I know, it's like love, love y'all you. but please respond um, to our
0: text <laughs> respond in the group chat maybe um do you have any friends right now though that you feel like after college because mm-hmm. you're a junior yes. this year correct okay, okay so do you feel like after college you're like I know we are not gonna be in touch like you're not someone who long-term I am going gonna
1: um to. you know I kind of see that with some I mean, maybe not, but it's just like, obviously, you know, you always hope that you do keep in contact with everyone. But at the same time, like realistically, I do kind of see it just like with a few or it's one of those where it will be like the occasional like monthly contact kind of thing because that's already how it kind of is, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that is like sometimes the best kind of friendship is people who can just pick up wherever you left off. I,
1: I love it. Like that's honestly one of the best kinds is just when you can pick up from where you left off. Mm -hmm. the other thing is that like long distance friends are honestly like nobody really talks about it but it definitely is hard because especially if we're dealing with something kind of like us you got to deal with the time zone difference which is a bit of a pain Mm -hmm. and then it's just my sister (gasps) just moved to london and i'm so exciting
0: and we like literally have to like schedule times to talk because we talk all the time usually we're both usually in california and so She was always the one on my time zone because the rest of my family wasn't. And all of a sudden, I, like, we have to schedule times and I don't know her schedule anymore. And I'm bad at math, so I never know what time it is there. And so, like, even just that, it's only been a few weeks, but, like, it's already so difficult because now you're putting in so much extra work that the friendship has to really I do get that
1: honestly I think that's kind of what helped me realize like where a lot of my good friends were when I was over in Spain because some of them would make the effort to try and talk to me and like would deal with the time zone difference and Mm -hmm. so shout out to my friend Sophie I don't actually know if she'll listen to this but she always facetimed me and I would always facetime her back even though it was kind of shitty and kind of late sometimes but she put in the effort, and so I definitely feel like me and her <laughs> like, can remain friends even after college, just because of the fact that you know she still put in the effort, and like we both put in the effort to keep in contact. While I was seven hours ahead of time for her, and like an ocean away.
0: Yeah, I agree. I definitely had it was like very clear who reached out to me while I was abroad and who didn't, and those are the people that I'm I'm closer with today. I yeah, would
1: say. I. Yeah, same here. But, like,
0: I don't know. It's just – it's hard because, like, I don't always want to be the one texting you. And we kind of touched on this earlier with, like, who's putting in the effort. But, like, oh, God, I don't know. Long distance is just so hard because there's also so much that you miss in the time in between, I feel like. Like, a lot of what I talk about with my friends is, like, the stupidest stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, like, my coffee wasn't great this morning. And somehow that's, like, a long conversation. But – if I haven't talked to you in, like, three months, I feel really stupid being, like, my coffee wasn't yeah, hot. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> get that
1: sometimes is. as well. Just kind of having to try and, like, re-enter the friendship, kind of. That's a weird way of putting it, but I feel mm-hmm. like you get what I'm saying.
0: No, that's it's like you're re-establishing the friendship. You're totally right. I don't know. I feel like that can definitely be difficult, but I do, like texting because I think and like even sending like Snapchat videos because then like you don't really have the pressure of how the other person is exactly. going to respond you just kind of like
1: have to tell them what's up with you and then
0: you're like oh yay we're they just have to listen I love that exactly I am I just get
1: to talk <laughs> and they just simply have to deal with it
0: <laughs> okay so what are some other red flags that you
1: would say in friends that you looking back hmm. now see probably friends that only ever really talk about themselves or like you know Mm. your issues never really matter only their issues matter that is
0: so true I had a friend who um (laughs) I literally just made it about myself I did exactly what you were saying but it's like it has to be Um, like a good
1: balance you know like we've (laughs) both been kind of like taking turns talking about ourselves yeah
0: yeah no that's super true because okay so like I was like I had a friend who really only liked me
1: when she could complain about things and I would yes I definitely get that just like you know friends that only use you for a short period of time and then they drop you again Mm -hmm. like I was
0: only really there for her validation and that was kind of my only purpose and we were like good friends so I was like well that's fine you know that's just one part of it but in retrospect once the friendship Mm -hmm. ends you're like oh that was I was shitty that was too much of me just being there for you and not enough of
1: yeah, but it's also one those, you know, like if you realize it and like, you know, sometimes like you reach out and you apologize. I feel like that's another big thing. Like, one reason why I think me and my friends from like high school did so well is just like, obviously, you know, a lot of us dealt with like mental health issues and stuff like that. But instead of like withdrawing and everything and just snapping and just, I don't know, doing that, like if mm-hmm. we did have a bad day, we would apologize and be like, hey, like, I'm so sorry about this. Just try and give some sort of explanation. And just, you know, own up to how we were behaving yeah. and apologize. And I feel like that's just, like, the biggest thing in a friendship is that if you do something wrong, you have to, like, be sorry or, like, you know, try and explain it a bit. You can't just... Yeah. That's huge.
0: Like, that ability to communicate is so important. And admitting that you did something wrong or were unnecessarily harsh is not
1: something that's comfortable. Like, you're going to feel shitty doing it but it's yeah, so important i, I know how, like um sometimes like my social battery runs out pretty quick so i would end up like snapping at one of my friends and then like i would feel like shit after i'd be like oh fuck but once again shout out sophie sophie would call me on the shit she'd be like you did not just talk to me like that and i was like you're absolutely right i'm so sorry I, I was like, i'm you caught me at about like don't even really have an excuse for it just like <laughs> thank you for holding me accountable and you're right like i should not be like talking to you like that i'm sorry yeah because- you know, owning up, just the accountability. I feel like accountability is huge in a friendship. So real. When do you, okay, the issue I guess that I
0: have found is that I don't know when we're close enough for me to like call someone Yeah,
1: trying to kind of navigate. i be like, are we at a point where I can call you out on your bullshit or should I just act like I don't see it?
0: Right. Or like, oh, you didn't text me at all. Like, should I tell you like that hurt my feelings or like what, what, where are we at with that? Um, And
1: I feel like trying it once and seeing how it goes is a good thing. Oh, definitely. Because it's like, you're like, oh, did I just like ruin this? Or like, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely do get that. Because some
0: people just run defense all the time. And so, like, okay, recently I've been thinking a lot about my favorite kind of stories mm-hmm. and I've realized that my favorite kind of stories uh specifically in tv shows are always like intense redemption arcs where like the main character is like deeply deeply flawed but everyone around them is able to you know hold them accountable but also say we're mm-hmm. all flawed as well and I feel like that is so lovely and like I That is always what I aim for. Like I feel like when people say like I messed up, I'm always like, Yeah, that's fine though, because I messed up too. Like no one's perfect and like I am very well aware. Yeah,
1: I I feel like that's a really good like mentality just to have just like, you know, nobody's perfect. Everyone's gonna have a bad day, everyone's gonna, you know, slip up. But it's just at the end of the day, if they like own up to it and they acknowledge that they, you know I think it's just like the main thing about just getting an apology because that's something I've always kind of struggled with, is just I've been wronged by quite a bit of people in my life, and just one of those that I went to therapy for was learning how to be okay not getting an apology and whether or not that friendship is still worth it, even if you are never going to truly hear what you want to hear or get what you want to get out of it. Like, it's, like, that is, yeah, it's one of those where they're, like, is, what did you, um, what I learned is just kind of, like, am I okay still continuing a friendship, even if this one thing really hurt me, and I know like, they're never going to really feel that. sorry. like, is it a deal breaker for me? And just kind of having to be, like, make that tough decision of if I want to have, like, a friendship breakup, kind of. Because those are really hard. Like, yeah. breakups hurt, but friendship breakups hurt on a whole different level. So much worse. So much worse. You know, you're so vulnerable with your friends. And, like, you are still vulnerable with partners, but not in the sense that, like, a friend is. Like, a friend knows everything in your life. And so, like, when that friendship breakup happens... Yeah you have to have a lot of trust in the person that they aren't going to go behind your back and use all of that vulnerable information that you shared with them against you.
0: Yes. That I saw
1: a thing once that was like
0: it should be illegal for people to have information about me after Honestly, we're I'm like or like you once are like
1: deepest darkest part of me and I hope like for me at least whenever I have a friendship break up I, like, I always keep that information to myself. Yeah. Like I just it's like a morals, you know. I'm like Same. I morally just can't do this because you know we were so close at that one point and you know maybe that's my flaw I always mm-hmm. kind of think of them in a better light than they actually were
0: I'm like well I'm not gonna shit talk them like I don't know what
1: happened but like
0: you know it, it's I their life like, like they start, me back.
1: I'm like fuck this Too complain. this game, then <laughs> okay
0: valid <laughs> what would you what advice would you give to someone who just went through a friend breakup because that really screwed me over when i had mm. to go through that do you have anything off the top of your head or do you want me I to
1: i feel like it's so basic and so overplayed but it's just one of those where it's like at the end of the day you're gonna be okay and you're gonna move on from it it's like at the beginning it feels like the end of the world like it truly feels like there's some, i don't know um. it feels like that's it like that is the end for you you're closing your chapter you know like what do you do then i think it's just one of those where Obviously, you know, depending on how it ended, sometimes it's one of those where you just, what I, all of mine have ended on fairly good terms, it's just we just drift apart and never really end up talking again. So for all of mine, I always just like to think about it. I just think back, you know, like they were there for that period of life, they I think about what life lessons they gave me and how much I learned and grew well with Mm -hmm. them. And just that, you know, they were there for that time period for me they were really helpful I think about the good which once again could be a slight flaw but I think about the good and what good they did for me and how much I learned and grew and how I can apply this for a future friendship so I can be a better friend yeah
0: I completely agree with all of that I also think that it's important to remember that usually when you're friends with someone there's a reason why you were drawn to them in the first oh, place yeah. and usually even if it ends badly like they did fulfill whatever purpose you were looking for them to serve like it might have ended really really badly but you know maybe you really needed them or you needed someone at a time in your life when no one else was there and it sucks that they're not still there but they were when you needed them I would also say I think I was just thinking about this that like time it, it heals all like it's you it's like you were saying it's cliche but time really does like you just move on, and it's crazy. And there's like that Taylor Swift song where it's like, "I forgot that you existed," and it—that is literally how
1: it feels. Is like one day you wake up and you're like, "Oh my god, you're so irrelevant." Exactly, to it's life. one of those where you know. Obviously, in the beginning, you know you're constantly checking their socials, everything like that, and then just like, you slowly mm-hmm. just kind of stop until one day you realize it's been months since you last thought about them, and then mm-hmm. it's one of those where you know if things ended good. You can think about them in a good life, like my friend from elementary. Not elementary, middle, and high school. Like I still occasionally check her Instagram and stuff. Like we still follow each other, but we just don't talk anymore. Yeah. And it's one of those where I'm like, you know, I'm glad she found what she was looking for in life. I'm, you know, it's just one right. of those where I'm like, you know, good for you for living your life. No, I completely agree.
0: Um, I think at some point you just you just move on. Yeah, and you're happy you just move on and you find
1: peace. have moved on. on. Peace in the situation mm-hmm. or contentment doesn't even have to be peace you know like you don't have to be happy for somebody but just like one of those where you don't feel that anger and resentment every single day where you're just like you know what meh good for them you just have to exist well
0: that was beautiful I want to end this with um a stoic a stoic quote (laughs) because I love stoicism and I think that it is perfect when we're talking about like rites of passage so I found this one from Marcus Aurelius, I believe, and he was a Roman emperor and a stoicist, and he says that the best revenge is not to be like your enemy. And I think when we're talking about toxic friends, um the best thing to do after you stop being friends with them is to not repeat their mistakes. Um and hopefully they were mistakes. Honestly, that's really good to think about to not repeat somebody's mistakes. I like that. Like we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt here and just assume that they weren't hurting you intentionally. Um But regardless, like, they made a mistake, and you are totally allowed to be hurt by that, and you probably should be, but don't, you know, learn from their errors. Okay with that thank you so of much for coming on the pod lily the
1: first hopeful episode oh my god it was absolutely amazing to have you.
0: <laughs> and to everyone listening thank you so much for tuning in and if you want to follow along as we check off more rites of passage in our 20s follow us and if you're so inclined give it some stars for the ratings uh just a few though we don't want to get too arrogant I don't want to be too We can't get too cocky. Listen, we're just starting. We need to hold our egos. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful week. And remember that when things go wrong, you're checking something off your rites of passage list. So congratulations. Lily, any last
1: words? Nope, because I didn't think ahead, but just, yeah. And don't think ahead. Just live in the moment. That's the last word.